Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral as we celebrate the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. You can find today's program online on the cathedral's website, St. Patrick's Cathedral, all spelled out, dot org slash live. Our celebrant this morning is Bishop Edmund Whalen. Please now rise and sing our entrance hymn, which can be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnals in front of you. Take up thy cross, hymn number 770. Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. As we come together on this day, we follow the example of that hymn we sang as we began. We take up the cross. Sometimes that's not easy. So as we begin our week, as we begin this month of September, as we prepare to get back into the full swing of things after Labor Day weekend, we ask for the grace to shoulder the cross because Jesus first shouldered it for us. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, 
Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christ eleison, Christ eleison, Kyrie eleison, of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. You duped me, O Lord, and I let myself be duped. You were too strong for me, and you triumphed. All the day, I am an object of laughter. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I must cry out. Violence and outrage is my message. The word of the Lord has brought me derision and reproach all the day. I say to myself, I will not mention him. I will speak in his name no more. But then it becomes like a fire burning in my heart, imprisoned in my bones. I cannot hold it in. I grow weary. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. My soul is thirsting for you. 
God. You are my God, whom I seek. For you my flesh pines and my soul thirsts. Like the earth parched, lifeless and without water. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Thus has I gazed toward you in the sanctuary to see the power and your glory. For your kindness is a greater good than life. My lips shall glorify you. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Thus will I bless you while I live. Lifting up my hands, I will call upon your name. As with the riches of a banquet shall my soul be satisfied, and with exultant lips my mouth shall praise you. My soul is thirsting for you. the shadow of your wings I shout for joy. My soul clings fast to you. Your right hand upholds me. My soul is thirsting for you. of St. Paul to the Romans. I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. The word of the Lord.
What is the hope that belongs to our call? Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay all according to his conduct. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Welcome everyone to St. Patrick's Cathedral, America's Parish Church. Just coming down the aisle, it's obvious so many of you are visitors from various parts of our own country and throughout the world, and you're welcome here because St. Patrick's Cathedral is the cathedral of here comes everybody. That's who we've been since the beginning, and that's who we firmly shall be as we welcome God's family. Those of you who are here present, those of us who join through all the various technological, social media, electric things that I don't understand that are out there and somehow you join us. We used to call it the miracle of television, remember that? You can't help but wonder where the summer went. You say to yourself, it's Labor Day weekend. How did this happen? Yesterday was Memorial Day and we were filled with all the hopes of all the things we were gonna get done this summer. Seems like yesterday I was here in this pulpit for July 4th weekend and we were celebrating Independence Day. And now some of the young people who join us have already gone back to school. Here in our own area, youngsters will be going back to school and the parents will be doing the tap dance of joy because finally the summer is over. And our wonderful teachers and principals and the people who make our schools work in cafeterias and in maintenance staffs will again be entrusted with our great treasure, our young people. And we all say, once again, the summer went by and I didn't realize it. But what better way to enter into this startup of all the stuff of life than to reflect on the reality of the cross, especially on this month of September, quickly though it came, this month of September during which we celebrate the feast of the exaltation of the Holy Cross. When we are challenged to follow the model of Mary, our mother, under the title of Our Lady of Sorrows. 
Because, let's face it, getting back into the swing of things means once again shouldering the crosses of life, the difficulties. And all too often, when life throws a curveball, when we're challenged, when things seem too rough, when the Lord gives us something that we don't think is right and we echo the words of the prophet, Lord, you fooled me. This isn't what I thought belief was going to be about. You're giving me more than I can carry. We're called to hear with the words of the prophet coming from our own mouths, the words of St. Paul in that second reading. Don't get caught up with the ways of the world. Now, we have to be careful. Because all too often, if we preach about not getting caught up in the ways of the world, it's as if we live separated and distanced from the world around us. Jesus didn't do that. He lived within the reality of that world. God, who comes among us as one of us, shares in, uh, in all that it means to be us, except sin, fully human and fully divine. It is he who shoulders the cross for us and enables you and me, despite the summer being gone, despite the challenges around us, to accept the crosses that we're given because his cross brought the fullness of life and our crosses are shares in his. You know, there are signs of hope despite the cross. We haven't been only duped, we have been led I was saying to the parents of several of our servers before Mass began how impressed I was in meeting two fine young men because unlike all too many of our young people today, they were able to look me in the eye and talk with me, person to person, man to man. All too often, all those gizmos we have, they've let us become a people who are distanced from each other. There's nothing sadder to me than going into some place to grab a bite to eat and there's a nice young couple sitting there at the table together, obviously on a date, and each looking at their cell phones and not talking to one another. The antidote to that is with us today also. As Carrie Ann and her husband, whose name I apologize, I've forgotten already, but always remember, St. Joseph is the patron of husbands because St. Joseph never got to say a word in the entire New Testament. But as you celebrate your 40th today, you remind us that despite the crosses that come in married life, marriage is for us the greatest vision of the love of God, the selfless giving of one to the other that brings forth life. And that's what the cross is, the selfless giving of Jesus to us that brings us to life. As we begin this journey through September, as we shoulder the cross each and every day, remember, remember several simple things. First, the cross wasn't virtual. The cross was real. The cross wasn't just Jesus play acting. He suffered and suffered greatly. The cross isn't the end. The cross brings us to the beginning of the trueness of life. Second, remember that as Jesus carried his cross, as he journeyed carrying that cross that ground him down to the ground three times, he was helped, helped by two people not unlike each one of us and very much like people who have helped us, Veronica and Simon of Cyrene. We all know the story of Veronica. She comes up to Jesus and she just wipes his face. A simple act of human kindness. There's not an awful lot she can do. She can't take the heaviness of the cross away. She can't stop the jeering of the crowd or the injustice that led to it. So she does what she can. A simple act of human kindness and the indelible image of Jesus is imprinted. How many of us, in carrying the crosses of our lives, have experienced the simple act of human kindness from someone else? Maybe 
they helped us by a few words. Maybe there were no words to say, but they stayed with us. Maybe it was just a simple wiping away of a tear with an open ear and an open heart. The Veronicas of our own lives who left the imprint of Jesus on us. Simon of Cyrene, here he was watching, the, watching it all go by. Maybe like so many of us here, those of us who are New Yorkers who know, as we head into September, it's now UN month. That means we'll be penned up on the corners, not able to cross because of all the bigwigs going back and forth around town. And very often I wonder, isn't that maybe what Simon of Cyrene was doing? He was just annoyed because this was blocking his way to work. Yet Simon was asked to help Jesus carry the cross. Did he know him? Maybe, maybe not. Did he want to do it? Maybe, maybe not. But he did. He became part of that carrying of the cross in a silent way that lifted the burden a bit. And haven't we all had people in our lives who one way or another just came into our lives, but something they did, willingly or unwillingly, made them part of carrying our cross and lightened the burden for us and so challenge us to do the same for others. Because it's only through the cross that we come to the crown. It's only because of Good Friday that we get to Easter Sunday. It's only because Jesus opened his arms and brought us life that we're able to open our arms and accept his life with the challenge to bring it to others. So, this week as we get back to school, some homework. In the midst of your continuing to see New York perhaps for the first time, in the midst of the preparations to get ready for school and the start of all the hubbub of normal life, take a few moments each day this first week of September and talk with God about three things. First, tell God about a cross in your life. We all have too many from which to choose. Tell God about that one cross that seems to you too heavy to bear. It could be illness, could be the loss of a loved one, could be a job that suddenly disappeared, could be a child that's wandered away, could be the fact that for many of you, you wonder if your grandchildren will be raised in the ways of our faith. Remember, your example will make that happen. But tell God about your cross. Tell him how heavy it is. Tell him how it grinds you down. Tell him how sometimes you don't know if you can carry it. Tell him how sometimes, like the prophet, you feel like you've been duped. Second, Talk to God about Veronica and Simon. Tell him about someone in your life who through a simple act of kindness reminded you of the presence of God in the midst of the blood, sweat, and tears of daily life. Tell God about somebody who helped you and lifted you up and helped you to carry that burden even though there was nothing in it for themselves. Tell God how challenged we each are because we're called to be Veronica and Simon to others. And then third, be grateful. Be grateful because gratitude is the key to grace. Be grateful to God for the cross, though it doesn't seem to make sense. Be grateful to God for its weight, though it seems to be too much. Be grateful to God for the Veronicas and the Simons and the Mary who walks with us as she did with her son. Because with them, we carry the cross, and Jesus' cross brings us to life.
we stand and profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, and who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Confident that the Lord carries the cross with us, we have the confidence to bring him our needs. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those serving in public office, that they govern with wisdom and integrity. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who labor, that their work may be respected and justly compensated, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Luis Chassi and all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord God, we thank you for your presence with us as we shoulder the cross each day. Help us to unite our crosses to yours, so that through your cross we may come to the fullness of life. Hear our needs and answer them if they are in accord with your will for we ask them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, which can also be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. Hymn number 830, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross.
Pray now, my sisters and brothers, that this sacrifice, yours and mine, may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May this sacred offering, O Lord, confer on us the blessing of salvation, that what it celebrates in mystery, it may accomplish in power, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for you so loved the world that in your mercy you sent us the Redeemer to live like us in all things but sin, so that you might love in us what you loved in your Son, by whose obedience we have been restored to those gifts of yours that by sinning we lost in disobedience. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks and exultation as we acclaim. font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took the bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Timothy, our Bishop, me, your unworthy servant, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.
the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will. You who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Peace, fellas, peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing our communion hymn, which can also be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. Hymn number 426, Alleluia, sing to Jesus. Oh, 
Let us pray. Renewed by this bread from your heavenly table, we beseech you, O Lord, that being the food of charity, it may confirm our hearts to stir us to serve you and our neighbor. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Again, we thank you for being here with us, either live or at home through the live stream and the various outlets. Just a reminder to those of you at home, it's great that you're with us, but hopefully, if you can, physically, you are in your own parish church. One of the things that happened during the pandemic was we maybe got a little bit too comfortable going to Mass in our jammies with a cup of coffee on the sofa and watching Mass on the gizmo. Essential to the understanding of who we are as Catholics is that we're in this together. And it's personal, it's between, we're there together, we see each other. There's the necessary human contact, the contact of a Veronica and a Simon. So remember, all of us here, all of us watching, it's time to get back to Mass in person. It's time for us to understand that we're in it together. And what better place to hear that than here? St. Patrick's Cathedral, the Cathedral of Immigrants, the cathedral built by the pennies of the poor, the cathedral that's the reminder to us that all are welcome here in our country, that we treat each person with dignity as the image of God, no matter from whence they may come, no matter what they may look like, no matter what language they may speak, whether they have a job or not. We're in it together, and we help each other to carry the cross. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to Please join in singing our recessional hymn, which is also in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. Hymn number 419, All praise to thee, for thou, O King divine. Thank you. 